This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Welcome back. It is the Ryan Kelly morning after. We are in the Michelob Ultra Studios. Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Elvin Vaughn. The Plowhawk is on the ones and twos. Doug uh, in the Horton Watkins Studios now. KG and O-Town and Jackson are crowded in, and there's just not a lot of room in there. Oh, for that's them. the way they like it, That's though. the way they like yeah. it, though. And uh, sitting in Iggy's chair, a man who knows Iggy well, Ladies and gentlemen from Glenn Betts Jewelers, it's Craig Betts. Oh, listen to the guy. Oh, hey, hey. Good morning, gentlemen. It's got to yeah. be an honor to be sitting in Ken's chair. Well, yeah. If I can't talk to him, I'd rather sit in this chair. Big yeah. shoes to fill. That's right. Uh, Iggy is out with COVID this week. So oh, we, no kidding. Yeah, so he uh, texted us yesterday to let us know he had tested positive on Saturday. So he is out. And you know, uh, you've known Iggy for a Known Iggy and all the Strodes for a while. Is that right? Fine, fun family. That's and right. My dad used to go to their dad when at the Char House. Was yeah. the Char House, which is still around. Charcoal House. Charcoal House. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Iggy cites that often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, no, knowing, uh, knowing Iggy, my wife went to school with, uh, uh, with Kenny and, yeah. and then Skip and all of them. So, yeah, they're... A good part of our uh, our history, and uh, uh, consider them good friends. Absolutely. And you and Doug know each other. For oh yeah, we were long? scholars together at scholars? Kirkwood High. Yeah, we used to see each other in the advanced chemistry classes. You guys were in advanced quantum physics. Quantum physics. Exactly. Yeah. They Pi- that thing? Pioneers oh, forever, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is uh, Craig Betts in studio. The official jeweler of this program is Glenn Betts Jewelers. Which is just one mile east of 270 on Manchester into Pear. Convenient parking right behind the uh, building there when you make the turn off of Manchester. Uh, and online at glennbetsjewelers.com, G-L-E-N-N-B-E-T-Z, jewelers.com. And uh, you are you part of the third and fourth generation with your son. I'm third generation. Third, and, son, and then my younger son, David, yeah, uh, is there. with me. And he marks fourth generation of our family being in the industry. Yeah. Uh, my grandfather, who was an optometrist by trade, Back in the day, got into not just fixing frames and grinding lenses yeah. and that kind of but fixing people's jewelry. So my grandfather opened up some accounts uh, uh, with vendors in the jewelry industry. So that's how we get away to a fourth generation in the industry. My dad actually opened a, a store back in, uh, oh gosh, I guess we're on 65, went okay. out on his own <clears throat> and then incorporated in 67. But he worked for Jackards and... And he was the, he was the craftsman. He was the oh. uh, the artist. Uh, you know, he'd take a block of wax and carve it into a, you know a model and cast it as a piece of jewelry. You know, he taught me a lot with the metal part of it. But uh, you give me a block of wax, I'm going to put a wick in it and call it a candle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, uh, so uh, uh, third generation, fourth generation. People have been very kind to us. We've oh, always been awesome. here in St. Louis. My dad was born and raised in, in Columbia. Oh, yeah. And so a lot of people would come down and see him. And uh, 
that. So, and then my brother has a store up in Columbia as well, L.C. Betts Associates, you know, and uh, he felt uh, it better for him and, and for us that he went up there. That's and it's good. worked out great. That's awesome. We got this great. text right here. Uh, Bill got my engagement ring and wedding band from Betts Jewelers. I also had my grandmother's ring reset into a necklace that I wear every day. They are the greatest. I get so many compliments about my ring and my necklace. Doug, that comes from Bill's wife. How about that? And we're Texter not Bill's sure it's wife. a woman. <laughs> we're just not completely sure it's a woman. <laughs> Jackson <laughs> is. But it, but if this is a ruse, he just added a lot more yeah. to it with that chapter right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, we do a lot of that. Uh, yeah. People bring in their things and uh, they want to repurpose it or, or, or whatever. And a lot of people come in and say, I don't even know if this is real. You know, all inherited jewelry and things like that. Sure. So we help them kind of. Uh, separate those things and then create uh, something that uh, they can remember their loved ones uh, with a new piece of jewelry because the old piece of jewelry is in their fashion. Sure, so sure. we do a lot of that. And uh, Did you have to go to school, special school, to learn all that, or did you just get some <coughs> experience working there? Doug, I, you know, back in high school and that, I, I was working with my dad and everything. I've been working on jewelry ever since I got tired of, uh, of uh, playing with... Uh... <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, Tinker Couldn't toys. Hear it on the air. <laughs> yeah, well, I heard it in my hearing. <laughs> anyway, so uh, anyway, yeah, I got sick and tired of playing with uh, Tinker Toys and uh, that, and yeah. so Dad would throw me some silver bones. No, I wouldn't uh, mess up his life too bad if I messed up some silver. <laughs> and uh, so I got used to to working with that, and I've always been kind of a mechanic guy. I like to figure things out, just like working with my hands, and so. Uh, if it wasn't for my mom, we wouldn't have a business because dad was the artist and uh, she was the business person and, uh, it, it worked, it worked. And so I'd work on Saturdays in the summers and then, uh, you know, went, I didn't graduate at Mizzou. We went to Mizzou together, but I yeah. didn't graduate, came back in 76 cause I wasn't going after anything up. Well, I was, but I wasn't going after any books. <laughs> and, overrated. Yes, overrated. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, I came back and uh, started working for Dad, and, and business boomed. We were downtown in the Paul Brown Arcade Complex for, gosh, over 30 years. The retail element down there started drying up in the 90s. We moved, or late 80s, <clears throat> moved out to uh, Manchester in 270 when they had a nice retail vision for that track. And uh, then all of a sudden, MoDOT came and changed that intersection, brought in the point and things like that. And uh, so we were there for 15 years, moved down here a mile east yeah. on Manchester in a place that was uh, I spent a lot of time in when my mom and grandma went to the hairstylist there. And Holly Sappington, remember Holly Sappington? Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, she, mm. uh, I'd go there and wait for her to get off work there. And, uh, you know, uh, she was my girlfriend back then. Oh, yeah. yeah. She might not say that, but <laughs> <laughs> so we've been there for 16 years now. Nice, it's a great location. Yeah, yeah the parking it, it, right behind makes it so easy. Yeah. That's so rare, but that's yeah, perfect. yeah, it is. It's worked out real well. Uh, we've always been kind of a destination store because we have a few tenants in that building, but it's not really a retail center. Mm -hmm. uh, so we've always been kind of a destination store, and and it's uh, it's it's worked out real well. For us. Uh, Mother's Day is is this Sunday. Craig, yep. and I uh, would imagine some of our listeners would be uh, apt to come in and, and, and see everything or to go to glenbetsjewelers.com. By all means. We, uh, we we have a lot of things that commemorate all the mothers and, uh, and that. We have some encore jewelry, which is great, that can be added on to when mothers become another mother and, and add another birthstone on it and things like that. There's a lot of things you can do with it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we've been pretty busy leading up to that. That uh, is Glenn Betts Jewelers. Craig Betts in studio with us. New sponsor here on TMA and quantum physics classmate with 
Doug. <laughs> yeah. Or Kirkwood. Yeah, it was the accelerated program. We were oh, both it was on, accelerated quantum physics. Yeah. You know, may wow. not know this. Craig was also a great soccer goalie. Six oh, grade. is that right? That? Oh, yeah, Tillman. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> you Frank, were a Tillman trailblazer? Frank P. Yes, Tillman, baby. Yeah, yes. we were there. I, I love soccer. I you know, remember the soccer team, whoever was the, I think it was one of the kids was actually the, in charge of it. He said, we're going to wear purple sweatshirts. And my mother took me all over town trying to find a purple sweatshirt somewhere <laughs> so we could play for Tillman soccer team. I still remember that. Uh, I do too. Well, of all colors to pick, purple. It was, it was yeah. hard to find a purple sweatshirt back yeah. then. No, you're right. <gasps> How about that? You're right. That is a unique choice for yeah. a uniform at yeah. any time. Well, we were 12 years old. Yeah. Somebody Goof made balls. a call. <laughs> Goofballs. Yeah. But Craig could kick him out. Oh, he was a good goal. Is that right? You yeah. were a fine netminder? Well, yeah, and then carried that over to hockey until I felt the the, the, the thrill of scoring a goal, and I never put the pads on again. So. When I'm shooting pucks at you. <laughs> uh, Craig, we appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming in. Once again, for our listeners, uh, if you are looking for somebody in the jewelry industry to work with, make sure you work with Glenn Betts Jewelers. Once again, the store is located just off Manchester, a mile east of I-270 in Manchester. Convenient parking right behind the building. And, of course, online at glennbetsjewelers.com. That's where Betts. I go. Yeah, that's the place to go sure. for all TMA listeners. Craig, thank you so much for coming in. We you appreciate bet. It. Thanks for having me. Hey, and, uh, Iggy, Craig feel better, yes. and uh, we'll talk to you later. Get all right. Ken. Thanks, uh, guys. Craig Betts. Thank you, Craig. Thank you for coming See, in. Thanks yep. for coming in. Great Bye-bye. to see you, man. Take it easy. That's Craig Betts with us here. On TMA in studio on the Michelob Ultra Studios, Glenn Betts Jewelers, new sponsor here on TMA. Just like Heavy Smoke is a new sponsor. God, I gotta get that Heavy Smoke. I gotta get it, Doug. You do. I got it a couple weeks ago well, when I again. met Chris, and I gotta get it again. I really do. Uh, it's uh, Heavy Smoke, and you might be like, "Well, what's so great about Heavy Smoke?" I'll tell you this: uh, he's a three-time world champion. Chris Schaefer is three-time world champion. And it's located on the outer road, St. Peter's. As it turns out, we have a bunch of sponsors right there. And I, it didn't even cross my mind, but we have Big St. Charles Motorsports right there at that I-70 Cave Springs exit. Uh, we have VIP Auto Accessories. The great Tommy Sabolka is right there. And now we have Heavy Smoke. Chris Schaefer competes almost every weekend around the country in the biggest barbecue competitions uh, Heavy Smoke is right off of 70 in St. Peter's at the Cave Springs exit on the Outer Road. Uh, Chris's barbecue is the most succulent, slow-cooked, perfect party in your mouth you've ever experienced. Homemade sides. Man's a barbecue genius. That's why he's a three-time world champion. If you have graduation parties, might be thinking about this for Mother's Day, Father's Day, just having people over with the weather warming up, and you're going... I, I can I can do it, but why don't I have a world champion do it? Get it catered at heavysmokebbq.com. It's Heavy Smoke, new sponsor here on TMA. Send your emails in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after at insidestl.com, the morning after at insidestl.com. That comes your way in 20 minutes. Coming up on Balloon Party on 101 ESPN, Joe Posnanski, who wrote a column very critical of the Cardinals, will be with us specifically what could be coming for Ali Marmol. Uh, he will join us coming up at approximately 10.15. Is that right, Jackson? Am I right? Yes, sir. 10.15. So uh, there it all is. Let me go into this text inbox. Hey, hey, Tim, is Jackie Boy really dressed like that at the office today? Holy moly, Jax. What's wrong with what Jackson's wearing? Black hoodie, black t- Is that What's wrong with that? Does it say run TMA? Yeah, run TMA. TMA hoodie and a pair of shorts and a pair of sneakers. Is that 
Muggsy Shorts. Uh, Harrison's brother, Master. No. Would you like to call in and talk over Jackson's ire with him? This guy will never call in. Six three six nine zero zero. Scare of the spotlight is what I say, Tim. He's oh. scared of the spotlight. Is Harrison's brother, Master? Well, yep. yep. Chirping from behind is a lot easier. And than, he just uh, sent the text in again. Yeah. The no, we one? missed it the first time. <clears throat> Uh, Tim, I live by heavy smoke, and I'd be happy to bring it right to you so you don't have to deal with the nightmare construction we're dealing with. I'd also bring my wife, and you can take your time with her as much time as Chris takes that time smoking that meat. That's from B Money. Doug, the listeners are bringing in barbecue and their wives. Oh. Is that like a tribute? Well, I guess Prima it could, be, could yeah. be fun. Yeah. I, you know, who knows? Uh, Tim, your sultry read tingled my prosty. That's from the oh. birthday hawk. <laughs> Doug, would you describe his read as sultry? No. <laughs> I didn't think it was that sultry, and my prostate wasn't a tingling. What about this one? I am stroking myself, picturing Doug dressed as Catwoman and licking his inner thighs. Okay, that's enough. Which Catwoman? That is enough of that. <sighs> yeah, you have to think. And Hathaway is good. Yeah, Pfeiffer. Is that the OG? Doug, which, which Catwoman are you licking your thighs like? And then, like none of them. Zoe Kravitz was good in the most recent one. Is this where you become Dawson's Creek? <laughs> yeah. Lisa yeah. Bonet and... Who's your uh, favorite young directors again? Ari Aster and Robert break. Eggers. Safdie brothers are really good. Okay. Greta Gerwig. Uh, going back to the column from Ken Rosenthal. I don't know if Randy Character has touched on that on uh, the opening drive. We will be touching on it uh, coming up on Balloon Party. Reading some of the text from that column, you can read it at theathletic.com. Major recommended read it. Hearing what the cost would have been for Sean Murphy, it pisses me off oh. even more. <laughs> okay. The only one out of any of those names I would have been remotely upset about losing would have been Nolan Gorman. That's from the 618. Now, what I would say to that is, if we are to, Doug, would you like to enter the truth tree? Oh, sure. The Cardinals would have traded Nolan Gorman in December for Sean Murphy. Would have people have been really that upset? I think so. You really think so? For Gorman, I think they oh, would have wow. been. Oh, wow. I totally disagree with you. Me too. I think Newt Bar, they would have been up in arms. I, and, and now, I, both if, fans, if you're not, thinking yeah. of Nolan Gorman now, yes. But if you're thinking Nolan Gorman then. Now, I, I have shared your thought that Nolan Gorman, I think, was unfairly uh, dismissed by a good portion of the fan base after last year. Because as you point out, now granted all the home runs weren't in St. Louis, but he hit 30-plus home runs combined between Memphis and St. Louis. Yeah. That's valuable at 22 years old for as a guy who can play the infielder. Yeah. Holy crap. It's I think- interesting to me that in that Rosenthal column, and once again, you can read it at theathletic.com, and I said this back at that time, which was why I was skeptical of the reporting, that Dylan Carlson was the guy that the Cardinals wanted the A's to take the same Dylan Carlson that the Cardinals went out of their way to praise when the Juan Soto talks were going on in July, however serious they may have been. Um, and uh, and the A's said, no, thank you. We want Newt Barr um, and, uh, and Graceffa. Graceffa was the, the constant in both the Post-Dispatches reporting and Ken Rosenthal's. Also surprising based on now how he is clearly the most favorite Cardinal I would say perhaps since Albert Pujols debuted in 2001 that Alec Burleson was offered up. Uh, oh, he's untradeable. Is he Damn, he's untradeable. lumbers <laughs> around the outfield. If there is a ball oh. hit where he is, and I can <laughs> tell it's going to be a borderline, I'm just like, this is going to be this is going to be rough. This is yeah. going to be Ozuna climbing the wall and watching the ball drop in front of him. Graceffo is a name that, like, the pitching, you're so in need of pitching, not only this year, but going forward, that I think that's a guy I would think out of all of them should be untouchable. We have log jams. I know you can fall in love with well, eight per outfielders. Rosenthal's reporting, just real quickly, per Rosenthal's reporting, they would agree with you. 
because when they asked for Graceffo and or Donovan and or Newt Bar, the Cardinals countered with four position players and took Graceffo off the table. Dude is skyrocketing in the system, and I know he's a college pitcher, typically what you know they, they like. I, I just I would rather get rid of the log jams. Let Walker play. Get, get, I don't see Jordan Walker playing anymore this year in the majors with all of the outfield things that are going mm. on, the DH situation. Now you have Gorman and Contreras fighting for a DH spot. Now this is insane. So I, I, I just would rather have them make trade just to make trade just to clear up some space. Yeah. And I wouldn't be trading any pitchers of any kind in the near future of any kind of ranking. Cardinal right. fans tend to fall in love with their players. It's though. annoying. And that, that's why they... <laughs> it's so I annoying. Know, that's why they, they bellyache at the, even the thought of trading Newt Bar or me. Gorman or, or somebody else because yeah. we tend to fall in love with the homegrown players. Anne Hathaway was not good. Bad take. Mudjack Mike. Doug, we're back on Catwoman. I disagree. Yeah. I really liked Anne Hathaway. Still on Catwoman. Huh. I thought she was great. Devil Wears was energy. way better. Guys, it's incredibly concerning that they would have preferred to part ways with Gorman. Speaks volumes about their talent evaluation. That's from the 314. Maybe if Doug heads down to Atlanta in a sundress and pigtails, he can convince the Braves to give Murphy to the Cardinals? That's Again? <laughs> You'd be willing to do that, Doug. I don't have the hair to pull off pigtails. The Cardinals expect trades to facilitate similar to the guy that offered you Johnny Manziel and Robert Woods or Patrick Mahomes in fantasy football. Bobby Trees. <laughs> yeah. Some scissor me timbers. It is true, Mose. A common theme as well, the price tag was just too expensive. And that's always going to be the case, but what you needed was an everyday catcher who and could again, play And again, there's three years of control there, yeah. too. That's the other thing. It's not just about Murphy and the process. Right? It's the control. That's such a huge commodity in baseball. The Cardinals also gave up a draft pick and $500,000 in the international pool, which is what Rosenthal goes out of his way to note. And I recognize, understandably, most fans aren't aware of that stuff or discuss that stuff, but that is an important part of the discussion as well. It is... Um, and, and then also what I would tell you is they most likely gave up. I just don't know who it was that if they would have traded for Sean Murphy, unless this was just a complete bluff, then that means they would have spent those dollars on somebody else. Now, I don't know who they would have been and you, or you might go, no, they just say that they don't do it. I really don't believe that. I do not believe that they like operate with malicious, false intent to the fan base. I really don't believe that. I probably would be in the minority, I guess, at this particular moment in Cardinal history. People may really think that. I just do not believe John Mazalak says that at the beginning of the offseason when he normally does not say anything like that and uh, and then doesn't do anything had they just traded for Sean Murphy. I believe they would have gone out and signed a free agent. I have no idea who it would have been, if it would have been a position player or a pitcher. Um, but because they spent $87.5 million on Wilson Contreras at that moment, I think that took away the, the free agent. And so then I thought they might trade some of the prospects for a pitcher. That's what I thought. I kept saying it. I lost a bet, didn't I? Uh-huh, yeah. I kept saying the Cardinals would do something. I said this all the way up until, give me a little spring training. Was it 20 bucks or something like yep. that? Yep. Well, money the Plowhawk <laughs> betting on them in the offseason? I mean, at some point, you know, I guess this is the pattern of practice. They're married to Contreras now. So they're yep. going to have to get used to him being around and oh, being yeah. a key player who's going to get Every day at bats, if you're paying them what they're paying them, they're not going to sit to him on the bench ever. No, no. And he's too good a hitter to sit on the bench anyway. Is Dylan Carlson alive? Is he he's a functioning a, yeah, he's, human he's, being? He's been he's hot over last yeah. week. He's had a good weekend. 
Yeah. He's had a couple left-handed home runs yeah, but lately. He, uh, but he had two home runs here in the last five days. But you, uh, people need to play every day. I don't like the fact well, he that... Is play, I mean, i got to tell you, he is playing now. Which ain't good, but you need a consistent outfield and a lineup. And I think with the Contreras thing... I, obviously, I don't think Contreras will ever see him in the outfield unless it's an emergency situation, but... Still, you're adding him to the, I guess, the rotation of outfielders or in that category. I just don't get it. Can you imagine a, uh, a corner outfielders of Alec Burleson and Wilson Contreras? They can go I, get I, it. I, I, they can go get it. When I, I'm telling you, if you can just let's all take ourselves back to Saturday morning when that news came out. I am telling you. And this is coming from somebody who put it out there that I expect if the Cardinals right. lose on Sunday. Uh, and lose two or three from the Tigers, that there will be a substantial move. Never, never, ever, ever. I would have included a much higher percentage of Ali Marmol getting fired uh, than them going, Wilson Contreras is going to play, at the time, designated hitter and the outfield. I mean, it wasn't, I'm going, oh, my God. I've been covering this team going back to, I guess you could say, 1998. I've been a fan of this team nightly or daily since 1982. And I truly don't remember a series of moves in the first month and change of the season that convey absolute chaos and anarchy within the organization like what we've seen. In 1995, when they fired Torrey, I believe on the same day they traded Todd Zeal away, which, if I'm not mistaken, which, which seems like probably a nothing now. But if you remember throughout the early 1990s, Todd Zeal was supposed to be, you know, the second coming. Yeah. Um, so that was an indication that they were moving on from that chapter, and obviously Joe Torre was being moved on from manager. But as far as, but I don't think the 1995 Cardinals had the expectations that the 2023 team did. And then also, I mean, what is your favorite move so far? What is your Mount Rushmore, for that matter, of moves that the Cardinals have made here over the last month, conveying chaos? I mean, mm-hmm. certainly the George Washington is the Contreras thing. I, I like the Walker thing, but the Walker thing only makes sense if you do have go, okay, this guy's starting, this guy's starting, and this guy's starting. And now we're going to see. And then O'Neill has continued to do nothing, so then he, you know, is on the IL. Wink, wink. Uh, and, then, and then this Alec Burleson thing. And I'm not blaming it on Alec Burleson, to be clear. I'm just like, what does he do? What does the man do? Right. For the life of me, what does he do that they. Mm-hmm. they he hit a triple A. <laughs> he won the AAA batting title last year, and that's just going to keep running. Yeah. Okay, fine, fair enough. I just, um, I'm, I'm in. I don't know. And and since Mazelak just signed an extension, I really don't know because we haven't seen Bill DeWitt in the spot where he's had to make a move in the front office mid-season. He has not. He fired Walt Jockety, and I think a lot of that was I don't know what the right word would be certainly wasn't based on results because the man had won the World Series less than a year before that. In 2007, he was fired. I think it was more behavioral with the way that he interacted with Luno um, and resistance to the way Luno wanted to do things and, and DeWitt wanted to do things and Jock, and he was going, we went to the World Series last year and won it. We went to the World Series in 2004. We went to the NLCS in 2005. What's wrong with what we're doing? Um, and he didn't want to play ball. Mike Matheny was fired in the middle of the season. That was seen coming well before the, that it happened. And then Mike Schilt uh, was fired following the season. And 
I don't think that that was as performance-related as it was with tension between him and the front office. Uh, people have asked me to expound on that. Um, people will blame Mazalak for Randy Rosarena. My understanding is Mike Schilt really wanted a Rosarena out more than Mazalak did. Why? Because of the Instagram thing. He felt like that breached the clubhouse code, which I understand. I just don't think Randy Rosarena, Antonio Browned it. I think he didn't know what the hell was going on. Right. You know? Right. Uh, and so now you see what's, I mean, it, we're, we're past the point of Randy Rosarena is a small sample size. Remember that a couple of years ago? Mm-hmm. It, we're past that. Um, and maybe Matthew Libertor comes up and wins a Cy Young. I don't know. But the point is the Cardinals did not want to trade Randy Rosarena. And I will wager anything, and I know I can't prove it, uh, so it's a pointless wager that had Randy Rosarena not gone live on Instagram following the win in Atlanta, Randy Rosarena is still a member of the Cardinals. Well, that's a substantial thing. That's a substantial thing. Um. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, you know, the Cardinals have had so many missteps over the last decade, but usually it's the manager who catches hell. I also think there's a little bit of revisionist history on Mike Schilt being the second coming of, you know, whomever you'd want to consider to be the best manager over the last quarter century. But at the same time, if that didn't go on with a Rosarena, I think there's a good chance that Mike Schilt is still the Cardinal manager. Mike Schilt got on the phone with John Mazalak that day, or Zoom, or however it went down, but it wasn't in person, thinking they were talking about a contract extension for him, and then he was whacked. (laughs) Wilson Contreras showed up the ballpark Saturday planning on playing catcher and goes, oh, there's Barrera. Good for him. He's at the major leagues. You're going to be in the outfield now. (laughs) I think the the thing with with Schilt is that he was just likable. I think when he first got the job, a lot of people were saying, who? Kind of a nerdy guy that pulls his hat way down low? But then as we got to see him interviewed on a daily basis, he was a likable guy, and you kind of you kind of rooted for him. Yeah. Never saw him throw so many under the bus five games into the season, I can tell you that. <laughs> he was very much so a players-oriented coach. That was one. I mean, again, I want to, you know, I guess we, quote, happened to be right on that, but that wasn't about happened to be right. Like, Doug and I were like, watch this team fall apart over the next month. I just remember saying to you, I can picture we were in the old studio, I go, and I didn't even know if it was going to lead to any discussion. I go, didn't you think that was weird that he went after Tyler O'Neill publicly, specifically on his effort five games into the season after he yeah. was kind of surprisingly named the starting center fielder? And on a borderline play, too. Right. Wasn't that like he jogged after a fly ball that landed a foot fair and cost him a ball game right. or something? You, you, I was at the game. I didn't notice a darn thing. But as, as the reason why I brought it up was there are tells 
you know, from small behavioral patterns that can give you a big, not always though, it can give you an accurate picture of the way somebody leads. And calling out an individual's effort unnecessarily, especially when they had already met privately about it, to me, told me a lot. Right. But I wasn't going, oh, well, he's a terrible manager because he did that. I didn't, I, I just was like, that's, that's weird. I know if Tommy Madden or John Kiowski did that, I'd be pissed. Mm-hmm. If he did it about me or if he did it about any of you guys, I'd be like, I hey, had the way you handle that, man. Right. Right. You handle that behind the scenes. And they know that. That's why it doesn't go on. But, and think, think about it, your job, wherever you may work. That's not the way that it's handled. And if it is handled that way, you're probably working for someone who isn't necessarily going places. Usually. Right. It is rare exception. I'll sometimes say that on Balloon Party, and they'll freak out, and they'll go, Ruby called out specific. I go, Ruby called out a group, and it's a totally different set of circumstances when you're talking about hockey, by the way, where if a team loses, and what is the word that you hear? Effort. Yeah. Effort. You hear effort. It's a common phrase. In the fifth game of the season with a uh, set of circumstances with a guy you just named your starting center fielder. That was odd, but it's not the reason why they're in the spot they're in. We knew going in that the rotation was questionable at best. And I recall saying going into the season, I go, I don't get this thing with Jack Flaherty. Why is he considered like the key to the Cardinal season? And as it turns out, it's because they thought that, or at least they were positioning that if Flaherty can get hot, he's going to be the guy that's going to carry the team. And, and it's nothing against Jack Flaherty personally at all. It's just going, he isn't that guy anymore. And he probably is not going to be. And I don't think that's his fault. He's got a shoulder labrum tear in his throwing arm. Good luck coming back from that. That is a really tough thing to come back from any athlete. But a pitcher, shoulder labrum tear in your, in your throwing arm? There aren't a lot of guys who can say that they did that effectively. It usually begins a spiral downward. But what's Jack Flaherty going to do? He's a free agent after this year. He wants to get paid. He's going to try to grind through it. But he's got total different mechanics now, which is why he struggles with finding the strike zone. And, and, and I mean, if the Cardinals really believed he could do that, then, then God bless him. I don't believe that's the case. I believe the plan was to get Sean Murphy and spend money on, on pitching this offseason. That's what I believe. And then you take out of that, and remember what one of the reasons I was so high going on the team and thought that they could actually excel past what expectations may be is that the best hitter in Major League Baseball from February 20th through March 10th was Jordan Walker. Remember right. him? Right. Well, they... they Round co- balls, Tim. Now, now he's, hitting he's down there. When I, I pulled up the uh, Memphis box score. Let's see. He went... 0 for 1 yesterday. He's hitting 182 after two weeks down there. We've lo- we've ruined him. We've <laughs> lost him. We couldn't let him work it out in the big leagues like every other ball club has done with their top prospects. Zach Thompson got a start yesterday after being in the Cardinal bullpen. Uh, remember, that was going to be the plan. Now he's a starter. That changed. I realize that one doesn't really pop up on the radar when you have the Contreras thing and the, and the Walker thing. Uh, he lasted one and two-thirds. I know they're building up his stamina, so let's be clear on that, and allowed uh, two earned runs, walked two, two hits, struck out two. So uh, that was his time yesterday. Mason Wynn now has 11 stolen bases, by the way, but he's uh, hitting two fifty-seven. has a few home runs. So anyway, I just, this is, this is, this is all a whole new frontier, 
And in a way, I think for some Cardinal fans, Plowhawk, I know you've enjoyed it and you've been vocal about it. I think some fans are like, good, because what's been going on isn't championship caliber management and only something like this will force them to change course. This is the only way to do it. And I hate to be that guy, but I posted it yesterday. I said, this is my favorite version of the Cardinals because we'll look back and maybe this is what it takes to shake things up, whether it's your analytic department, your scouting department, new manager, new GM, president of baseball operations in a few years when a contract's up. Maybe that. But this is the start of it. They're not going to do it when they, you know, back in their way into the playoffs and get swept. They're, the narr- narr- narration is, oh, well, we made the playoffs. You know, we had a good season. We won 80, 90 games. I think you need a couple butt-ass seasons to be like, all right, we ran a course and it's time to change. Well, it's hard to go through that, though, because we haven't had many butt-ass seasons oh, here for a long percent. time. And you never know what can happen to this year. I mean, they could yeah. go on a huge run. I mean, they won 17 in a in row la- with Shill. In the last 25 years, uh, there's been 2007, and there's been 1999. But in 1999, McGuire hitting home runs distracted from it. Yeah. Um, but since 2000, there's really been one year. And keep in mind, Chris Carpenter was lost for the season on opening night, and they were the defending world champions, so the franchise had equity. This one is different because the franchise conveys equity because they've been to the postseason, and I want to put quotes around postseason, four straight years. Uh, But, you know, I mean, that was the pandemic year of 20. That was one game in 21, and that was swept out of a best of three in 2022. And one of the main reasons they were swept out in 2022, I would list offense, but that isn't what gets as much attention, but they don't hit well against quality pitching. So Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler would fall under that category. You saw what happened. And then secondarily, but most I think would put primarily the way Ali Marmol managed the seventh, eighth, and ninth innings of game one. And if that would have been handled differently, the belief is that they would have won that game. So already going in, there's negative equity on a manager who, unlike Tony La Russa, for example, had a great deal of equity at the very least after 2004 once he had won a pennant. And then certainly he was in a different world once he had won the World Series in 2006. Marmol does not have that. And Marmol's still managing the same way. We're still taking pitchers out in the sixth inning when they're working on shutouts. <laughs> I don't get Or that. they're leading. They did it to Montgomery the other night. He had 87 pitches. They yanked him out. Didn't seem to enjoy it. No. <laughs> why would you? His poke game comment. And then comment. Jordan Hicks, who I thought was a low leverage guy, is now a high leverage guy again. Yeah. He can't get anybody out. <laughs> Rocked. Well, why you keep taking pitchers out, I don't know. What are you saving them for? You're in desperate shape right now. you got to start winning some games. And if you're, if you're asking your top players, if you got to say, listen, we need a little bit more out of you tonight, can you give us seven or eight innings, then that's what you got to do. Yep. They're, they're making plenty of money that they can tough it out a few times and maybe go 10, 12 pitches, 15 beyond their comfort zone if you have to, if you got to do that to win a game. Your thoughts are welcome. We will carry over the conversation to Balloon Party. Joe Posnanski is going to join us. He wrote a column, big-time critical, of the Cardinals and his expectation that something is going to uh, to take place here with Ali Marmol unless it changes very quickly. That is coming up at 10.15 on 101 ESPN, so make the switch at 10 o'clock and enjoy the fun and games. Uh, Andrea's Barbecue Sauce. Had uh, my wife uh, yesterday get three more bottles of it, Doug. It's sitting in the kitchen right really? now, and I might bathe in it. I might bathe in it. God, well, it's not. It's not designed to bathe in. I uh, barbecued burgers last night. 
put the Andrea's steak sauce on the burgers and then dipped it like little dippings, little fixins in Andrea's barbecue sauce. My little pincers. My wife holds it and then feeds it to me because my hands are too tiny to hit. Yeah, you can't get your pincers around a cheeseburger. I can't. You know, there's a one-year-old that you would think she would be feeding, but it's actually the 46-year-old that she has You could probably pinch a fry. Little T-Rex arm. Just as cute, though. You could probably pinch a fry or a pickle. (laughs) Thank you. But the whole burger probably gets to be a little much. It weighs me down. (laughs) (laughs) It's Andrea's barbecue sauce, Andrea's steak sauce, and, of course, Andrea's steakhouse. They just had the big Kentucky Derby party. Uh, on uh, Saturday. Doug, do you have any action on May? It was a I, didn't, I didn't see a second of the Kentucky Derby. I've not seen a highlight of it. I don't even know who Mage. won. I was sitting with a guy having some cocktails on Friday, as I am one to do. And uh, and he goes, oh, my buddy, does it. He, sent, he showed me the numbers, and he was going to go place a bunch of exacta bets. And uh, while we were sitting there with the family watching it on Saturday, Anna Marie goes, did you, did you bet on it? And I go... Well, it's starting in two minutes, but I have the screenshot of the numbers of the horses the guy told me to bet, so I'll put uh, 25 bucks on these three horses. What the hell? And then, sure enough, one of them was that mage. Really? Yeah, so it hit. That was a nice little hit. Made up for the debacle when I bet on the Cardinals on Thursday. <laughs> oh. God almighty. Uh, what else do we have? We have VIP Auto Accessories. I was talking about it with the great Tommy Sabolka right there by Heavy Smoke and Chris Schaefer and right there by Big St. Charles Motorsports. VIP Auto Accessories and Tommy Sabolka will take great care of your auto fleet. They do everything there. It's your one-stop shop for commercial vehicle upfitting. Tommy wants you to talk to him directly, 314-428-3900. That's 314-428-3900. Or you can email him at tommy.cibulka at VIP Auto Accessories. They're the biggest secret in their industry and they are promoting their service for all to hear and to take advantage of the VIP quality and experience. VIP is part of the TMA ecosystem. They work with Design Air Heating and Cooling and Munganess, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. It's VIP Auto Accessories. Speaking of Munganess, Jamie Burkhardt just texted me. I'm going there today after, after well, the There's the best. Yeah. The secret say? number. Let me see. This is about my wife's uh, flat tire. We're going to have the car repaired there. There you go. God bless. You need us to switch cars with Anna Marie to fix her tire. Let me know, Jamie Burkhardt. How about I mean, that service? The best service, the greatest. Yeah, he's just the greatest. Three one four two five two zero zero two nine. That is the number. And Doug, that gets you to what they what they call the muckety the muckety mucks. Muckety mucks. To the muckety mucks. Yeah. You can go shopping uh, Mm -hmm. for new or pre-owned vehicles at stlouisacura.com or altontoyota.com. And it's that pre-owned selection they have. Plus, a bunch of new cars are in now as well at stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com. Once you go to Munganess, St. Louis, Acura, Alton Toyota, you will go nowhere else. I promise you that. It's Munganess. And finally, uh, Mother's Day shopping, mysoundstory.com. 20% off entering the promo code TMA. I am doing a sound story at 11.30 today, Doug is available. Jackson's available. Uh, and you get 20% off when you enter the promo code TMA. If you'd like to go out be, uh, on the TMA universe, you got Randy Carricker at 101. you got John Hewlett at Casey. He still comes into the building, even though he's semi-retired now. Uh, Riz, Moon, and Learn on the Riz Show. Courtney Landrum on the Courtney Show. Uh, enter promo code TMA to get 20% off for a Mother's Day gift card and your Mother's Day shopping that is probably going to start stressing you out will be taken care of, and you'll give a gift that Mom will love. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day! Lubricant. That's the name of my game. The slippier, the better. I remember this one time I had this dude so oiled up, his khakis were tightly clinging to his oh. man meat. It was like what I like to call a sight to see. And by sight to see, I mean I kissed it. 
Oh. That's from old enough to bone better? <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Old enough. We'll leave it at that. Breaking news. A legend has returned to the design air heating and cooling. Email the day, Doug. Wait till you hear the name on this one. Well, fellas, I just want to get ahead of this thing and let you know the Cardinals are as good as gone. That's right. We've seen this song and dance all play out before. I know front office sabotage when I see it, and this is Tanking 101. Rumor has it if Bill DeWitt was driving around Inglewood at about 6 a.m. a couple weeks ago and found him a big old perfect plot of land for a shiny new stadium. Now, just to be clear, the location isn't exactly actually perfect and kind of a logistical nightmare that will cost almost double what's proposed, but Rob Manfred really wanted to see this thing through, so they made it work. St. Louis just isn't a baseball town, fellas. I don't mind Wilson Contreras being one of the biggest splashes the Cardinals have made in free agency over the past few years even if they make him completely change positions a month into the five-year contract. Remember when the Rams signed undersized but lightning-quick Tavon Austin? Sure. Well, nothing is impossible because that 5-foot-8-inch, 150-pound deep threat basically turned into Mike Allstott right there <laughs> right. at the end of the franchise. They ran him right up the middle, yeah. right up the gut. <laughs> Is that Spagnuolo that did that? That was no, Scott. Sure. That was Fisher. Oh, Fisher. Yeah. Yeah. You said when they signed him, though, he could wind up being kind of a Jerome Bettis. I didn't say that. Yeah. No. You yeah. saw the muscle that could be potentially put on him. Three yards in the cloud of dust. His Twitter account <laughs> was, a, was an act of magic every evening. I have no idea. I still don't know who he was talking to. Maybe see if someone can get in there and ask Bo about changing jerseys next year. Uh, we can read betwixt the lines and get some real answers. If you give some baloney about a five-year waiting period, they're as good as gone. Hey, at least our team gets to play in London this year. Can you imagine all the tourism it's going to generate for our fine city when those Brits get a look at our local nine? We should at least thank them for that on the way out. Tired, period, of, period, it, period, Doug. A legend has returned. Matt who bowls at Hanks. Oh, be turned. Matt who bowls at Hanks. Matt who bowls right there at Hanks. I'd like to see if I can arouse your anorexic board up by simply listing a seductive few phrases. I'm not saying he must become fully erect, a half chub, or some slight tingling in his nethers will suffice. Tim, please read these essentially as possible. Getting paid to scroll Twitter. Do I have your attention now, Plowsy? Yes. Playing a never-ending game of diabetes roulette by washing down off-brand Rice Krispie treats with a bucket of cherry Coke. A bucket. Oh. And this was an on-brand treat today. Though. Oh, you went on brand? Well, that's what they have in the kitchen. Oh. Times are getting paid better. extra for it, but yeah. <laughs> Simultaneously maintaining the appearance of a mustachioed lesbian and an Ethiopian long-distance runner. Posting scalding hot takes on the fan page and turning off all <laughs> notifications. You can peacefully ignore every single question, reply, and comment directed at you. Right. I bet blood is rushing to his pant as we speak. Forgetting about the bypass so the show isn't even on the air. <laughs> Two words, self-furlough. Crinkling food wrappers directly into the microphone. By now, I bet it looks like Plowsy ate an entire pack of Blue Chew. Hoping people forgot about the time you promised to wear a thong while you ate honeycombs on an OnlyFans account. That's true. Broadcasting private sound story interviews on YouTube. <laughs> Dropping off your girlfriend at an army base for a harmless little visit. If the fellow who stuck a Cheeto in another guy's butt isn't fully aroused by now, here comes my secret weapon. Kmart breakfast is on me. 
So are you hard yet, Darren? Doug, that's from the JV Golf Coach. Oh, I like oh. the I like the email. Yeah, that was JV Golf Coach. And finally, so Iggy's out again on extended sabbatical for the third time in as many months from his highly stressful job of hijacking conversations and taking smoke breaks where he doesn't smoke. Fortunately or unfortunately, the Cardinals such an S show. Three hours really isn't even enough time to parse through the layers of dysfunction that have boiled over recently. Hey, remember two weeks ago when the manager said three times in four days that the Cardinals aren't going to cave? Well, they've since gone on an eight-game losing streak, <laughs> demoted their top prospect to the minors, done nothing to address the lack of pitching depth, reduced their expensive free agent catcher to a DH, and revealed themselves to be a rudderless ship of chaos to the entire baseball world. Let's go to the phones. First up is Mr. Fix for our quarterly reminder of why we don't normally let him on the air. Not his worst calls. He described Plowsy as early 30s angst boy, but it also always fizzles out when he starts self-filating his own material <laughs> and talking about his imaginary fan club. On the plus side, Mr. Fix's call did inspire the wonderful text from Father Brown High, who asked him to put his mouth on his hole oh. and suck the bush light farts Gosh, out. no. Oh, good. Mr. Licks is calling in to humble brag about going to Paw Patrol. Name drop tiny St. Louis County municipalities, all while refusing to answer direct questions about whether he lives in Ladue. And he's a horse's ass for doing that. Oh. They'll get some Buck Swope. And that's buck what we have. Swope. Nice for the designer, email, buck. heating and cooling. Email the day. Show me what you got, little mama. Show me what you got, little lady. Show me what you got, sure. Eh. Well, there was there were some good ones. I'm going to go with the uh, Matt who bowls at Hanks as a, as a welcome back. Uh, I'm all in for too old or too old to bone better. Oh my word! Wow, old enough. I old think. enough, old to, enough bone. to bone better. Yeah, old enough to bone better. I mean, I I agree. I think it's great to have Madu Bowles and Hanks back in the mix. But I thought the best email was Buck Swopes. Well, so it's wide open now. So now it's we go to the speaker of the house. I've been on many of extended furloughs, <laughs> and so I give Madu Bowles and Hanks a lot of Matt credit. Okay, good. Matt Ubols and Hanks is on the list for a designer yeah. heating and cooling email that they win in May of 2023, Doug. This is a guy who hadn't been present in a long time, and is he back now? Probably bowling. went listener of the month with one <laughs> submission. He's, He's good. Uh, Jackson and I are going to go get blamed for the Cardinals down the hallway. Joe Posnanski is actually going to blame the Cardinals' problems on the general manager and the manager. That's coming up on 101 ESPN in a matter of a minute because it's already 10 o'clock. we got to go. This has been the Ryan Kelly Morning After.